Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
When you say quietness, the thing is, what do you mean by quietness? Do you mean, you know, there are some people who never say a word. It's almost as though they don't speak. They are not dumb, but they don't, you never hear their voice. You have no idea what they think. They have nothing to say about anything at any, I mean, at any time. They sit there as though they don't have an opinion. It's not true. Everybody has an opinion. They have not they have just not chosen to express it in your presence. You should, you should find them in the place where they choose to express their opinion. And you will know that they have an opinion. But the kind of quietness that the Bible talks about is slightly different or a lot different depending on um, what you will be talking about. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 1. King James Version, please. Proverbs 17 verse 1. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 1. The Bible says, Better is a dry muscle and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. Better is a dry muscle. The Bible is full of... Uh, there are a lot of verses in the Bible which use the word better because some situations are better than others. As much as the Bible tells us that not to compare ourselves with one another. Some situations are better than other situations. And God has a way throughout the Bible. He says, this is better than that. This is one of those verses, better things. Lady Reverend has a series which, in which she goes through. It's a very long series. We can't go through it. But this is one of those verses we talk about. What some, some, something that is better than the other. Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. A dry muscle is a dry piece of bread. The Bible says that the Bible says that that is better than having a house full of sacrifices. In the olden days when they had sacrifices, it means that there's a lot of meat in the house. There's cows to slaughter, there's sheep to slaughter, there's all that, and yet there's a lot of fighting in the place. Fighting, quarreling, arguments, no peace. Says if you have everything and you have that, then the, peop- the person with the dry bread, no margarine, no meat, no nothing, is better. In their house, there is peace. 
In their house, there is no feast, but in their house, there is peace. In their church, there is no money, but in their church, there is peace. The Bible says the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. A church where there is no peace, you can't do the work of God. You can't, because sheep like still waters. And every time, they can see everybody, the people on the front row are fighting with each other. So the, the, the sheep like still waters. They, they can't hang around. They, 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 how will you feed sheep when you, the shepherds, are fighting? Shepherds at every level, whether it's bishops, whether it's pastors, whether it's whoever it is, sheep like still waters. So the quietness and the peace is essential. It's essential in our church. It is essential in our homes. It is essential even at work to do well. It is essential everywhere. You can't build. You can't move forward. You can't do well when there's always strife and confusion around you. So, what stops us from having peace? What brings the strife? There are a few things that cause strife. One of, them that, one of the things that causes strife is envy. One of the things that causes strife is envy. You are not at peace with the person because you wish you were the person. You get me? And we are all very good at, at um, spotting people who we think are envious of us. But what about the people that you are envious of? You, you do you know what I'm saying? I mean, so so what, you see, when you hear the Bible, don't think of the other person. Think of how it relates to you. You personally. Because there is no way that the, the scripture relates only to other people around you and does not relate to you. You see, so, so, so careful with this one. It's one of those scriptures that where we are very quick to point out the people who envy us. But what about the people that you envy? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you those people so that you will stop it. Because it takes quietness from your life. And when there's no quietness from your life, it is, in your life, it is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. Uh, strife is another thing. Um, strife is caused by envy, hatred, pride. Hatred. Hatred. Why do you dislike the person so much? Hatred is a work of the flesh. Why is it that as soon as you see the person, you are agitated? You see, you are human. So when you see that, when you see somebody, you get agitated. You are human, but you are also a Christian. So the Christianity is supposed to supersede the fleshy part of, fleshly part of you. But when you notice that this person, just their presence gets you agitated, you should pray about it and do something about it. The Bible says hatred is a work of the flesh. And we are supposed to walk in the spirit. The Bible says when you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the law of the flesh. So every time you and I are walking in the flesh, it means that we are not walking in the spirit. You can't do both. It's either or. You get what I'm saying? So hatred is one, another one of those things. And the Bible says that only by pride. And that's another thing that cometh contention. It causes strife and contention. Pride. And we can also always spot pride in other people. You look at someone, you say, she's proud. You look on the outside and you decide that the person is proud. You, you see. But the person is just minding her own business or his own business. Just minding their own business. But you look at them on the outside and you say they are proud. But when we read the book at the beginning at last year about humility, you realize that a lot of the things that we think are pride, they don't bother God. And a lot of, a lot of the things we think are humility, God doesn't think is humility. So you have to find out what the Bible says is humility. Are you actually humble or do you just think you are humble? And even sometimes the, 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 uh, the very fact that you say I'm humble is a sign of pride. 
Yeah. That, that, very, that, very, that very thought, as for me, I'm humble. It's, 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 a, it's a problem waiting to happen. You, you, you get what I'm saying? So, when we are talking about quietness, quietness, quietness is the opposite of noise making, raising of the voice, fighting, activity, efforts. You see, it's the opposite of all this. When somebody is quiet, they are calm. When you are quiet about something, you are just calm. And it is also very different from somebody who doesn't talk. Like I was trying to say earlier. I think I didn't finish that thought. That some people, you don't know what they are thinking. You don't know what they may do. You don't know when they are angry. Dangerous people. Take it from me. I've been around. There's no quiet person who is not dangerous. Every quiet person is dangerous. I'll take that person over a quiet person any day. Any leader worth the assault thinks that... I'm not talking about an even-tempered person. Some people are calm by nature. They don't react or overreact to any situation. That's not what I'm talking about. Is it possible? If it's cold, they are okay. If it's hot, they are okay. If they are fat, they are okay. If they are, it's not possible. Something upsets you and something makes you... The only thing is that as a Christian, you're not, you're not supposed to react. In the, hey... How is it possible? Even Jesus, he wept. Jesus, he got angry. No, we, no opinion, no way. We don't know what you think. It's not possible. Change. A dangerous person. The church should not be full of. They are supposed to be. Sheep are not dangerous people. Sheep, sheep, sheep stay in a group. As soon as they start wandering away, they get lost, they get hurt, they get eaten by wild animals. By all means, you have an opinion, express it. At home, your spouse doesn't know what you go. Same blank, expressionless face. Why? Why? It's not possible. The quietness the Bible talks about is not quarrelsome. It is peaceful all the time. You can fight about anything and everything. If we hear that there's a fight, you will be there. If we hear that there's a quarrel, you, you, you will be you must need to go through Samaria. Once there is a fight, you must need to be there. Once there's an argument, it, it, you, ha, you are there. You know, sometimes we don't know that there's an argument against what you are saying. You don't argue because you are a Christian. That's the only thing. It's something Bishop myself. Sometimes just keep quiet. Not because the people already you went to law school. So already it's a minus so far as a lot of people are concerned. Every accusation. And some things which are not even accusations. Sometimes you keep quiet for the follow peace, seek peace, and pursue it. It means that sometimes the peace is elusive. Sometimes it is elusive in your ministry. Sometimes it is elusive. As, but when you be peaceful, it requires an effort to be peaceful. You can't spend all your efforts quarreling. Of energy is required to be peaceful sometimes. A lot of strength is always fighting. Reverend has said it in this church. In a marriage, the person who is a believer. And it's not just in marriage. Everywhere. You are the more spirit it is to a man's honor to overlook an offense. Overlook means that you, you pretend as though it wasn't said to you. You pretend as though you didn't notice the disrespect. You cannot be somewhere in the church. You don't have anything to do. Auntie Felicia is right. It's one, one of the... One, 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 to tell everybody 25 things they are doing wrong. 
Everybody five things they don't do right, except your own. Because you don't look in the mirror. You see, and you will find so much to correct about yourself, just looking in the word of God. Other people are being talked about. And you will only talk about other people as a shepherd. Advice, the more mature you are, the more quiet you keep. Because, you see, in life, there are many teachers. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Else will teach you. It doesn't have to be the word. Through, whether it's through all the counseling that you are getting, something else it will teach you. First Peter chapter 3. Turn with me in your Bible. Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 to 11. First Thessalonians chapter. In brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves, and indeed ye do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia, more and more. 11, and that ye steady to be and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. So let's stay at verse 11, that you study to be quiet. It means that it's studying to be a pharmacist. You study for about six years, I believe, to be a pharmacist. Mary, am I right? About to be a doctor. Well, studying takes time. You study, says, or one of the more modern version says, you make it your ambition. Especially when quietness is not your natural personality. So you in particular, you need like, or you are not good at, you study it more. When I was in school, I wasn't a math in order to pass. Because I don't like math. Up to today, I don't like it. When my children math homework, when your father is not home, I do not want to think about it. All dream of it. I don't want to. Don't like bending my mind around X and Y and something to read. I can read it very fast. I can memorize it very fast. Then we are done. I, I always, I, I told my sons, by the grace of God, none of them has a problem with mathematics. It was the subject I couldn't stand. It was math. I think the second one was chemistry. Who likes chemistry? The other one says chemistry is for people who don't like, who think, who, who think, me and chemistry. I used to memorize everything. I stopped it as soon as I could. I, no, I, I would, but I have to memorize it. I don't understand it. I don't know why we are learning it. It's very in the tropics. I have no clue why we are studying this subject. Even at 14, I used to sit there and say, why are we learning this thing? Recently, some of my classmates, missionaries who's, who came to Ibri Girls, and they, they, they took a picture with her. Her name was Miss Cook. And about five or seven, I saw her, I remember the, the hot afternoons and the picture on WhatsApp. I said, yeah, Miss Cook. I mean, the things she has made us learn in life. But you see, those people, they were good teachers. They could make even... You, you, are, you are failing. You are, you don't learn. You are, I mean, you will learn what you don't like and you will pass. There's nothing like you failed. We are, the youngest set of us is 15 now. You can imagine how old she is. She's still alive and she's standing... Miss Crook, you, you will understand. You will understand. You will not forget it. You, you make an effort. You make it your aim. Sometimes it's not easy to be quiet. You, 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 you feel a bit, but how does Bishop preach? Yourself has come and you must respond. You must respond by all means. It's a sign that you are not a quiet person. You respond to everything. If you are sitting in the airport and they announce that there's a delay, you are the one who will stand up. 
you will walk to the desk. There are 200 people sitting down. You must of needs let the people see that you are here. They must hear your voice. I was sitting, recently when I was in Ghana, I was flying to Kumasi and I was sitting there. They said the flight was at 6.50. 55. We were still sitting there. 7. We were still sitting there. 5 passed. Yours truly was beginning to get annoyed because I needed to be in Kumasi by all means before 8 o'clock. Seven, no announcement. That's the annoyance. In this, it, where I'm coming from, I live in New Jersey. I've lived in New Jersey for over 20 years. Where even when the train is delayed and I'm standing at Metro Park or New Brunswick, I hear announcements or I see something flashing on the screen. Train is delayed. Five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. It's, it's a sign that you've lived in this past or two. I'm wondering, ah, won't somebody say something? I didn't have to wait long. There was a lady behind me. I think she, she's speaking with some British accents. You know, the laugher laugh type. You know, the accents, there are two types. There is the one that the children speak. It's like the natives. Then there's the one that you and I adopt when we don't want to sound. <laughs> when, 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 when we don't want to sound African. Look, when you are in Africa, stop, okay? You came here. You to be yourself. Switch your accent. The accent, you and I, we all know you can switch it. As soon as, as soon as you speak, I know you can switch it. It, it doesn't sound like the natives. Why are you worrying us? So she's at the back with some British accent. Something, something was going. Then she moved here. Then she moved there. Then she moved. I say, why? 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 Everybody has been delayed. Only you. Sometimes it is true. Sometimes some people need to be told a thing or two, depending on how they are behaving. But, you see, make sure, because usually when you get up to talk, sometimes you are wrong. You get me? One of my lady pastor friends said she got on a flight in Europe. And when she got on the flight in Europe, um, the, she thought that the seat was A, B, C, or something. She was in either first class or one of these, yeah, I think so, something like that. So she walked to, the, 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 a white man had settled in his chair drinking his wine. So she went up to him, and she said, that's my seat. And he said, no, it's not. And she said, that's my seat. And he said, no, it's not. And she was insisting. And he said, lady, it's not your seat. Then he said, okay, for the sake of it, let's call the flight attendant. And she said, she just felt that these people, they don't respect black people. And she was the only black person. She said, sometimes we take upon ourselves a course that nobody has asked us to take upon ourselves. If the person doesn't respect black people, this, this your argument with him, it, it will improve his dealing with black people. So, but we take it upon ourselves. You know, we've all done it. You, you've done it. Everybody who has lived here, you must show that you also know something. So she, but she, you see, those of us who live here, we have, we, we stop, we'll make him respect black people. So I don't waste my time and my energy. Unless he's paying but she, she doesn't live in this part, so she was try, still trying. It's no, it's my seat. When they call, and usually you, if everybody sitting here, if you are honest with yourself, there are times when you are so sure your mistake is pointed out to you, you don't know whether to look. <laughs> you don't know where to look. It's like it's nothing. But when there when are grown-ups around and you can't cheat them, then you, 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 you see, and that is pride. So even when we think we are right, all of us, sometimes you are so sure you are right. You must prove to everybody that you are right. Some of the mistakes, 
It doesn't change anything. The person says that you know for a fact that it cannot be 19 miles. The person wants to talk. So you will do it and you will do it. And then one day you will be ashamed somewhere like my friend. She insisted and insisted. And she said when she went to sit down, the Holy Spirit said to her, pride. Have you taken it upon yourself to prove that black women are also smart? Or that Africans are smart? You're just being proud. You see, so as I've given you my friend's example, it frees you from all this, all learning something. Look, you just have to learn quiet for women. We have what the British call, I think it's the British or is it the Americans, the gift of the God. We can talk and talk and talk some more. When you see us sitting or we are annoyed or we are sad or we are depressed, but we start. Some of the friends, I, I don't, there's no need to stay up. If someone like Lady Reverend or my rooms, even if you pick them from the airport at 11, it's okay. We will be talking till I send the children to school. It's not, and you are, you are laughing, but you are not different. It depends on who you have been put with. You will, the Bible says that in the multitude of words, there wanteth not talk. The more likely you are to sin. There are many sins in the talking. Many possibilities. There's the possibility of gossip, gerating. There is the possibility of uh, maligning other people. There's so, you name it, it's in the talking. And we talk a whole in the meeting some years back. I've never forgotten. It says, and the woman said, before David was, was Saul knew that the young man was good. He could rest. They could send him out. He fought Goliath. He came back fighting Goliath. And the woman said, David has killed. He go to the war. Did they count the soldiers? It's just one day and beyond. Saul hated David and looked for him, dying, looking for him. And the woman said, they didn't go to the battle. We weren't told about any woman yet killed. 10,000. David, David. As Reverend would say, 10,000. Then Saul, 1,000. Even the way battle, even nowadays, at least, and people go to the wars. But in those days, there were no cameramen at the war. How did God kill? But the woman said, they started a feud and a quarrel that never ended. Never ended till both David and Jonathan were dead. So start using it for something good. You sit on the bus all the time. You have never, you sit in the office. You don't witness to anybody. When somebody needs counseling in the word, you don't, it's okay to talk so long as you say the right things. The Bible says that our words should edify. And the woman said, if a woman comes back from work, if you ask Reverend, how was the work? Okay. He, there's no way I work that Reverend doesn't know all the names of the people in the office. What they do. Try and fit some witnessing and some counseling and something good. Already the talking is a lot. It's a lot. And then begin to pray that they talk more than women. That one is, the, that one is dangerous. Nothing. The other thing the verse says is, and to mind your own. In Thessalonians, what are we reading? 4, 4 9 to 11, right? Yes, 11. And talking is that. It also takes energy. As I'm talking right now, I'm not doing anything else. We can multitask quite well. Most of us. But having said that, that God has been speaking to you about, start working on it. 
There's a whole give you that you don't do anything about. People that you can talk to. There's a whole lot you raise them. Leave the other lady's children alone. You go and say, hey, children, they don't behave well. Leave them alone. Two, three years back. One of the things God judges parents for, including mothers, is how he defends them. So, do your own business. They said that I went, um, um, I'm, 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 I'm working. I'm working. That's why I know him very well. I, did, I saw his number. I was wondering, ah, why is this guy calling me? So, my wife, he talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. So, I'll speak to Reverend Osei, who knows her better, and then I'll see. And find out her side of the story. I've got two nights of work ahead of me. Hey! Her, she also has her side of the story. Correct. But usually, there's more fault on one side than, on, than the other. As she was, there are students, students. As in, <laughs> then there are mature students. Mature African students. A lot of the time, they are struggling with the school. So, as she's in the school, she stays in the school, she says, out of uh-huh. You can, you, you, everybody, every, every wise person here can already see where the problem is going to end. So, cooking, cleaning. Ah, even the cooking we haven't done. Now we're coming to add cleaning. <laughs> At least the, the cooking is obvious. The people in the house must eat. Even if the food is not nice, they must eat. So if the cooking is not done, at which point are we going to dust? It's not on at all. Like the, none of it is done. Young guy, he has also been given a place to pastor. So at a point, I think that some of the people, you know, and when a church is small, everybody knows everything. If you've, if you've been in any of the beginning churches, if your church members are from here to here, Everybody knows everything. So it's just problematic. And she says, I'm in school. I said, yes, I understand. A lot of people are in school. A lot of people are in school. I understand. It is difficult. But um, husband and children must eat. Shopping must be done. She's tired. I said, everybody is tired. You see, at the point, you just have to be patient with people. Because maybe no, I think nobody has told her before. I said, everybody is tired. Everybody is tired. Everybody. Very few people are not tired. So the tiredness cannot be the excuse. If the tiredness is an excuse. Hey, do you know how many people are sleeping this morning because they worked last night? Do you know? Everybody is tired. If you're an adult, usually you are tired, especially in this, as my husband would say, America here. Uh-huh. Everybody is tired. She said, hey, we haven't been on vacation for a long time. I said, I said, sister, <laughs> I said, sister, as of vacation is optional. <laughs> it's completely optional. <laughs> Auntie Felicia, can you believe it? Vacation. I said, sister, vacation, African man, vacation, it is optional. Since when? Since when? Since when was that also on the list? If, if he's not chasing women, take it like that. Oh, man. Vacation. Hey, I, in fact, at, at a point, I thought I was watching a movie. 
vacation to where? Where are you going? Hawaii or Rome or where? I wanted to tell her that prepare to prosper. He, he just became a minister shepherd. Your vacation for life, lighthouse camp. <laughs> for the rest of your life is the lighthouse camp <laughs> for the rest of your life it's not it's not no <laughs> but i decided that she was too overwhelmed to hear that one so i went easy on her hey lighthouse pastor vacation no 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 it's a bad idea it's a bad idea to even be thinking the thoughts <laughs> because you will worry yourself It's a very bad idea. First Peter chapter, look, first Peter chapter three, verses three to four. Very, very bad idea. Vacation. <laughs> yeah. A very disturbing thought. Auntie Felicia, you don't see that it's a disturbing thought. <laughs> oh man. Who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold and of putting on of apparel. Before we even get here, don't be worried. I won't get on your case at all. I'll just preach the message as I heard it from Lady Reverend. It works better than mine. Before we even get here. The, the previous verse also talks about working with your own hands. You see, a lot of our problems with not being quiet, they come from not being busy enough. When you are not busy, you have excessive time for the telephone. You have excessive time to notice what other people are doing. When you are not busy. When you are not busy. Apostle Joel says he hates it when he's in the car. And the hands that are driving and the mouth that is giving the instruction belong to two different people. <laughs> Apostle, Apostle Joel always has a quaint way of putting things. If you are married, you can understand what he's trying to say. So as far as he's concerned, the hands on the wheel should determine how the driving should be done. You get me? But usually when you are sitting, even things you do in the passenger seat, things that you do when you are driving, you will find something wrong with it when someone is driving. I don't know what was wrong with me this morning. I decided to let Kwame drive to New York for the first time. Oh, man. The idea being that I could read my notes Whilst I was coming, I didn't read a thing. I was tense the whole time. And at a point, he said, every time he said, stop the nagging. I said, I can't stop because I don't like the way the driving is going. And of course, since, since it was him, I felt free to continue the nagging. But if, if, when it's your spouse, at a point, you have to stop. But I mean, it was my son. I mean, if he said, do, do this, do that. Do. By the time we got here, he said he'll pack the car. I said, no, leave the car alone. I, get, I left the car with Percy. <laughs> Didn't want any more trouble. <laughs> He's driving well, but it's just the nature of somebody who has nothing to do, observing somebody else who is doing something. You talk a lot. When you don't do anything, you talk a lot. Find something to do. Find something to do. Otherwise, you stress your husband out. Find something to do. I have a friend, right from the beginning, even when some of us stayed home, 
she said, I don't care how much they pay me. I got to get out of this house. I can never be here. I will never be here. I can never do it. Even if my pay is $5 an hour, I must leave this house. Different people can do it. And if you say you are in the house, then it must show. Because sometimes you say you are in the house. And a working, a working woman's house is neater than yours. But if you are in the house, it must show. You understand what I'm saying? So whatever you are doing, be busy about it. Develop it. Be busy about it. If it's not enough, find something to add to it. Otherwise, you will talk a lot. And you will be difficult to live with. Very, very difficult to live with. Because one person, every time he comes back, you are waiting for him. Sarah puts it this way in my language. She said, It means that I'm waiting for him. They have this funny story they tell. I can't do it very well. I'm not good at telling jokes. But the lady was apparently tapping her feet. And she said, Mimele. Somewhere in Texas. It's like, you are, because your whole life is the person. Your life is not supposed to be any person. You get me? Find something to do. Now, when we are developing quietness, first he said, no, please give it to me in the King James. There are some things that when you are reading, the King James explains it way better than anything else. Who's adorning? No, actually, start, let me read from verse 1, please. Verse 1. First Peter chapter 3, verse 1. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Verse 2. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Conversation is an old English word for behavior. Whose adorning let it not be that outward of plating of hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel. Let's stay here for a while. It means that women haven't changed. In the time of Paul, wearing gold and platinum and silver and every kind of jewelry. In the time of Paul, working, what is not working, what is matching, nothing has changed. The Bible is this. Since you are so concerned about what and to look sharp all the time, how much time do you invest? I, when I was in Accra, they sh- when, I, when, I, when I went to braid my hair, they showed me, if you want this, it will take a- there are people, there are some of the stars they show you, 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 they start, then you go home. Salons, I didn't go to that salon, but there's a salon right here. They sell uh, painkillers next to it. Because by, how come, as you have been in Lighthouse all these years, you have never been to a root camp, but you can do your hair, the money, you are in the church. Tithe, when they talk, it's like you didn't hear. Healing Jesus, you didn't hear. But money for yourself from the lamb. No problem. No problem. Because when they say, let's go to something spiritual, even in Connecticut, we'll pray. It is because you don't understand that you do not show up. And he said, fly to Chicago. They said, you don't understand. One of the pastors was telling me that when they went to the recent pastors, when they called the North American pastors, it was almost shameful. They were like five or seven or something like that. They are, who are you waiting for to go? Those are, it is because of people like you that we cannot retire. 
Who should go? Noise. Take plane tickets. Go. It's your turn. Little involves buying yourself a yearly ticket to Accra. And sometimes buying it for your wife. And Reverend Flesher and the others have been doing all these years. But you want the title, but you won't pay the cost. Doesn't work like that. But David just took Nicola with him. Vacation. It's, it's, it's a joke among the pastor's wives. Say, hey, that is it. This is the vacation. A, an extra vacation. You really have to pray hard. <laughs> you will not have. And then after you have done everything you are required to, that is the sacrifice. You spend on your hair, the way you spend on your clothes, the way you spend on your shoes. Hey, your shoes. Your shoes. Hundred shoes. I said, hey. Oh, not far away. Here. A man. The person said, oh, there are more. He counted. He couldn't finish counting. <laughs> People will hear a lot of things. People, things. Okay, we are talking about developing quietness. One of the other reasons why you should develop is fret not thyself. It tends only to evil. I'll tell you this story, Lady Reverend, from a lady, or the lady came to see her. Her husband has been threatening to divorce her. So she said, what do you do? She was just curious. She said, sometimes when he gets very angry and he says he's leaving, I make his favorite food. Then she said once, in Africa where she has servants, she went and scrapped his bathroom. A person who says he's leaving you, he will leave you. She said, look, she's, they've been pastors. The time for begging is past. She's not saying that get up and go and be the first person to divorce himself a little. Because you are also a person. The Bible says that you should not think of yourself. Hey! It doesn't say you shouldn't think of yourself highly. Get no wickedness. You are, I'm still here. I will cook. I'm still here. I will have sex. I'm still extra. Person says he doesn't like you. What's the point? She said that she told her that you are adding to it. You scrap his bathroom, he insults you. You cook his favorite food, he insults you some more. Your self-esteem. Stop it. Trust God. Then she told her, you haven't worked for as uh, Pastor Samson says, Pastor Samson in, in Connecticut used to call me Obiba lawyer. <laughs> so you went to school. Start looking for a job. And she told her, and don't explain many things. Find some expensive perfume. When you leave the house, let me remember, you leave the house, the smell you will leave behind and the suit that you are, wear, you are wearing, you are just minding. Don't believe it. Hey, one minute I get a call. Where are you? The next minute he says, I have a boyfriend. The next minute he says, um, he changed his mind. The next, she, she said, I told you, quietness, live to the Lord. You can't fight over everything. You change, somebody says, he's abusing you. He's do, look, stop. There's, there, there, sometimes, sometimes we cross over into foolishness. But when, when it is turning into abuse, stop. And try, you can't do that. Nobody's supposed to abuse you like that. You are also God's child. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Quiet. Make some effort to be quiet. Learn the verses that you need. If you marry or you will be difficult to be married to. So sometimes just leave it. What can you do? It cannot possibly be right. Just leave it. Lady Reverend said long ago, she said, People assume that because she's so calm, that everything, things in life you didn't ask for, some things in life you don't want. But what can you do? That the blessing 
you, you get me? Blessing also comes with persecution. And it comes with troubles. And it comes with affliction. But look at that. We want to be blessed. And we don't want to have any problems. Life is not like that. Nobody likes everything in their life. And the things that even if you talk, nothing will change. You leave them alone. And you pray to God that, look, sometimes you have to pray. Sometimes I pray personally. Sometimes I pray that God help me not to care. Amen. Because you see, when you care, then you overreact. When you care, then you say what you should do. When you don't care, you are free. Help me not to care. You can't care about everything. If you care about everything, you will die early. Ah, you will die. You, you, you will be dead before your time. Especially the, the woman, the, 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 the man you are fasting about. Sometimes even the thing you think is a problem, he doesn't see it as a problem. He, he doesn't, you see, and when somebody doesn't think something is a problem, you can't make him see that it is a problem. A person can see green, he says it's blue. And you, you too, you say it's green. At the point, you have to leave it alone. You can't make the person see that, see the way you see it. Leave it alone. Pray for the ability not to care. If people, you see, Lady Reverend has a grace upon her life. And if a lot of the wives in this church will learn to listen to her, you will see that the grace comes. The grace not to care about things that you cannot afford to care about. You leave it alone. And let God fight for you. Because it's not just, it's not just that we have a mother who is like that. It is also biblical. The Bible says of Jesus that when he was reviled, he reviled not again. Not again. But committed himself to the one who judges righteously. Some battles, if God doesn't fight for you, you can't fight it. You cannot fight it. There are some battles, only, there are some situations only God can turn it around. Look at the lady that she told, stop what you are doing. Be just, do your best and leave it. That is what will change the situation. It's God, if God doesn't change it, you can't change it. Let it be. You can't, how are you going to change a man? You are not the Holy Spirit. You are not the Holy Spirit. You think, you, 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 you thought you were until you hit that situation. Then you will see that you are not the Holy Spirit. You can't change anybody. So what kind of apparel does God like? God is not against the jewelry. God is not against the braiding of the hair. God is not against the dressing up. God said that something is in his sight of great price. Verse 4. What is in his sight of great price? But let it be the hidden man of the heart. In that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. Which is in the sight of God of great price. Learn this year that Bishop says is our year of loving the Lord. Learn to do what is valuable to God. Maybe meekness and quietness is not valuable to men. Because when you are meek, a lot of the time you look like a fool. You get me? There's a time to stop it. You see, that is different. You see? Mind you, people who don't have the problem that women have. Don't say that Lady, Lady Pastor said I shouldn't be a fool. So now I'm coming to misbehave in this house. You heard the situation I was describing. Your husband hasn't said he's divorcing you. Your husband is not abusing you. You are not in that situation. Do not apply the 
counsel. Apply the word. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. A meek and a quiet spirit. When you are meek, meek, Bishop says when you listen to the Kyle messages, meek means to be tamely subject to injury. To be tamely subject to injury. There are some of us, every time we are pinched, we must respond. Somebody passes and steps on your toe, you must say something. You must get up and kick him. He stepped on your toe, you must get up and kick him. He pinched you, you must give him a knock. Anything somebody does, you must react. It is not Christ-like. It is actually quite childish. Because you are no longer in nursery school or in an, on an elementary school playground. You will find that even working will be difficult for you. Because people's skills are necessary to work well and to get along. People's skills are necessary to marry. People's, all these things are necessary. So, meek and a quiet spirit. Uh, meek, the same quietness. We are, so, you make an effort. Make an effort to be quiet. Sometimes, don't answer back. Mouth is very sharp. Sharp like that. A lot of women have sharp tongues. <laughs> Can cut when they, when they speak. <laughs> when they speak, just three or four words, you would have been told a lot. The sarcasm, the sharpness of the tongue. You get me? You have to pray, God help me. The tongue is too sharp. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, very, very sharp tank. Very, 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 very sharp tank. You gave your husband salad and he asked for more. Then you say, in Zimenia, we will salad. <laughs> it loosely translated, in Zimaman, to whom we have um, served salad, to introduce salad. It is wrong. It is too wrong. It is too wrong. It is just too wrong. Christian woman, why? In Zimania, we won't sell that. It's not right. It's not right. <laughs> One of the... Look, none, I see, I'm trying not to use any stories from around here, so nobody will say I talked about them. One of the stories Bishop tells sometimes is about this, this wife, very choleric woman with a very phlegmatic husband which is usually the combination because opposites attract until they begin to really annoy each other uh, unless the Holy Spirit grows in everybody. So this very choleric woman with her very phlegmatic husband. So they are there, in the, they, I mean, when she was fed up with his phlegmatic and progressive ways, she packed his things and she said the only thing he brought to the house, apart from his clothes, is a clock. So she put the clock on his things and said he should go. <laughs> you see, the, the, the thing is this. You have sacked him. You still have his children. You still have to raise them. You have set an example for your children. You see, our mothers and the women who are older than them and than us, who have stayed in their marriages, they are not fools. They are wise. A lot of them know fewer verses than we do but they behave better than we do. 
a lot of them don't pray in tanks, but they behave better than we do. Every day you have packed your things. One of these days he will tell you to go. If you think marriage is difficult, try divorce. It's not as easy as you think it is. A silly young woman once said to me that, well, in this country, it's like me, I went to law school. She's explaining the law to me. She, she's explaining the law to me. In this country, if there's a problem and we separate, I can't imitate her laugh because me, as a person, I don't have time for laugh. So, if there's a problem and, um, and um, I say, ah, so what you are saying, it means that you want to leave the marriage. The person says to me, no, no, no. You see, I don't get it. In this country, when there's a problem, and even if you don't get a divorce and there's a separation, I say, where will you go? The person says to me, I will go, I will stay here. It's my matrimonial home. The court will give it to me. I say, sir, okay. I have news for you, okay. The average man, especially an African, is not very interested in paying for other people to live in the house uh, he, he is paying for. He will, he, will, he, will, he will cut off his nose to spite his face. You will be surprised. I, I, to, I told her that even when I was 20-something, before I moved here, I met a doctor. We, call, we used to call him in college. We used to call him, I don't even want to say the nickname because somebody may know him. He was in his 40s. We were in our 20s. They had a name for him. He had left the UK because of this situation. Even then, 20-something years ago, you today you are coming to uh, uh, quarrel with a man and take him to court and take his house. It's your matrimonial home. You are explaining it to me. It's okay. Try it. It's okay. You see, when you grow old, you, a lot of people speak to you as though you are an illiterate. The, the accent combined with the community college the person went to. So you are explaining divorce law to me. Hey, that day I asked myself, ah, what is it about me these days that people like explaining things to me? <laughs> you are explaining to me that you can leave a man and throw him out of his house and stay in the house. I said, how will you pay your bills? She said, he will be asked to pay the bills. I said, sir, hey, alimony. Do you know the conditions which are attached to alimony? Do you, do you even know whether he will stay in the country for anybody to even be able to garnish his wages? When, when I say garnish his wages, she was not, what is that? I said, now, now what is that? You are explaining divorce and matrimonial law to me. You see, if, if you live long, if you live long enough, then I remember something I heard a pastor saying on, on radio. If you live long enough, you will see that you will become nothing. Because the older you grow, the more people underestimate you. And the more people talk, and you will become. I said, hey, did she just explain divorce law to me? It's a wonderful thing. Because I, I think so far as she's concerned, I, 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 I am a housewife. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a problem. Uh, 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 the Bible says we have become all things to all men. It's, 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 it's working fully. <laughs> uh, 
Look. Develop quietness. The opposite of quietness, the strife that you are chasing, is not as easy as it looks. You think divorce is easy? Look, I have one of my closest friends is divorced. In my opinion, through no, friend, no fault of hers. Even school, to take the children to boarding school, she will take her car and go. She will arrive at the boarding school in Ghana. Her husband will come because he insists on coming. The school is a prestigious school, so if the daughter is there, he will show up. He will show up with whoever he is with at the time. You are all there. The child is in an uncomfortable situation. Uh, depending on what bills he wants to pay, he pays. What he doesn't want to pay, he doesn't pay. Uh, you don't know whether, sometimes she doesn't know whether to, she has never asked him for Ali money, and she's a lawyer. And you, you, you are the one who is not coming to stand. Oh, look, that's my friend and myself. When we were younger, we went to Papai and we were paying. When we were paying, she took out some coins. And the girl said that she doesn't take coins. My friend said, wait. Now she will explain legal tender. The more the girl said she won't take the coins, the more she explained to her that the coins are legal tender. If she has grown up, that is why she doesn't chase a man for alimony. You, wait, look, it's not everybody who is quiet, who is a quiet person. It's you stop. For how long? So this path in your head, you Google, Google 1-800-LAW. 1-800-DIVORCE. I don't know who I, I'm speaking. Somebody needs to hear this. 1-800-DIVORCE. You can get a man to pay for this. You can get your husband, ex-husband to pay for that. You can ask the people, even in this church, come and ask me. I'll show you the people who have ex-husbands. Go and ask them how easy it is to go and get the money. Go and ask them. So before you put yourself on the road, be careful. And instead of just even being careful, you know what? Just assume that the word of God is higher than anything you know. The word of God is higher than the law you are googling. The word of God is higher than the law you learned in law school. The word of God is higher than any advice anybody gives you. And as difficult as it is, because after all, I do, you said it all. We didn't say it for you. You dressed up. You invited all of us to the wedding. As I tell the young ladies all the time, daughter, you have a choice. It's a choice. So you don't have to marry anybody. You can be single. You can be single. I know single happy people. And I know quite a few miserable married people. Okay. It's a choice. It's a choice. You don't have to marry. But as you have chosen to marry, then when you come and ask us, we are ministers of the word of God. I cannot tell you that divorce is okay. But I, I have friends who are divorced. Because sometimes it's unavoidable. Do you get what I'm saying? Everybody's situation is different. But before you assume that you are one of those situations, try applying the word of God. Just try it. Just develop some quietness. Oh. Develop some quietness. Quietness. It will help you. You are not smarter than all the women you can see in the church. Is it possible? Maybe you are smarter than me. But all the other women in the church, 
including the younger ones like Mary and Liz and all of them. You are smarter than all of them. First, let, let's read one more verse before we close. Kofi says I have five minutes. Remember always that the Bible says there's a time for everything. There is a time to speak. There's a time to keep silence. Most of us, we need to learn more the silence. The silence is for us like mathematics for me. The silence is the difficult one. The talking is easy. Again, the Bible says be slow to speak. Quick to hear, right? It's the hearing that is the quick. By slow to speak, slow to anger. Slow to speak. Another thing about quietness is that you can pray for it. In, in 1 Timothy, when it talks about praying for kings and, in do, and for those who are in authority over our lives, it also says that so that we will live a quiet and peaceable life. Sometimes our lives are not peaceful and they are not quiet because we don't pray for the people who have authority over us. In the Bible days, they were kings. If you are married, it's your husband. Unfortunately, in modern marriages, some, in some houses, the wife is in charge. You see? So, uh, it's, so sometimes it's the husband who must pray for the peace. Whichever way, whichever way it is working in your house, whichever way it is working in your house, learn some quietness, learn some peace. And you see, that is what helps us to be able to feather the gospel. Like I said in the beginning, the Bible says that the fruit of righteousness, it is sown in peace of them that make peace. When you have a turbulent marriage, it's not that nobody's marriage is perfect, but when your marriage is constantly turbulent, you cannot preach. When your working life is constantly turbulent, you, who will you witness to? Every day you are quarreling with the people in the, in the office. When you are, a, you, are, you are a university student, every day you are quarreling with the people on, on your floor. When will you witness to them in college? You fight with everybody. You get me? Your neighbors on your street, you don't say hi to it. Everybody knows that you there. You fight about everything. How will you tell them that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that he came to die for their sins and that he wants to save them? It's not possible. So let's learn quietness. It will help all of us. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you because you have never asked us to do what we cannot do. And if you say we should study to be quiet, we can do it. Forgive us for the times that we have caused strife. Forgive us for the times when because of us there has been so much trouble, so much contention, so much trouble. Lord, in our homes, in our lives, in our churches, in our ministries, and help us, Lord. This afternoon, if you are here, and you want to meet the Prince of Peace, you want him to come into your life, to be your savior, to be your king, and to give you the ability to study, to be quiet, I'm here to pray with you. Our Father, we thank you that we are saved. We pray that you have not saved us in vain. We pray that your grace we will not take in vain. And that this year, as we learn to love you more, 
that, Lord, we will study to be quiet, to do our own business, to work with our own hands, that you may bless the work of our hands, that you may bless this quietness and enable us, Lord, to do the ministries that you have given to us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.